Amazon's proposed $13.7 billion purchase of Whole Foods markets is clear to move forward after winning rapid antitrust approval. The Federal Trade Commission said it approved the deal within a 30-day review period without an in-depth investigation after determining the tie-up wouldn't hurt competition. The deal came together as Democrats are calling for stepped-up antitrust enforcement against mergers and as tech giants like Amazon and Google are drawing greater criticism about their growing dominance of markets. Joining me in our New York studio is Jennifer Ree, Bloomberg News senior litigation analyst. And I have to give credit where credit is due, Jen. When this deal was announced and we discussed it on the show, you said you could not see any antitrust concerns. So you were totally right. So trade groups, consumer watchdog groups, some Democrats raising concerns that it could eliminate jobs, increase Amazon's online dominance, and hurt grocery competitors, yet the FTC clears the deal so quickly. Did they consider any of that? When they get, when they get, it's very likely that the FTC did consider that because when they get complaints, you know, they, they take those complaints seriously. They think about them and they look at them. But the bottom line is that the kinds of harms that, that result in a deal violating the antitrust law are harms that like increased prices and reduced output that might hurt consumers. There's sort of what we call a consumer welfare standard in the antitrust laws right now. And harms like, lost wages, lost employment, um, even just the fact that Amazon is getting bigger and further diversifying this way. That is not an antitrust harm, and that's not the kind of thing that would violate the law. Well, talking about Amazon growing and diversifying, and this deal not only gives it a foothold in the grocery store market in the U.S., in the grocery market, but more than 465 brick-and-mortar stores, which it can use, and the company intends to continue to grow. Is there a point at which the antitrust agencies say enough is enough? You know, it depends on a future deal and what that deal is. And and I say that because the way the law is designed, it's not assessing a deal in a cumulative manner. It's not saying this company has just become too big. It has its, its hands in too many different sectors. And, and, you know, this bothers us. It's just too dominant generally. They really look at these deals on a case-by-case basis. And they're looking at the unique set of facts that applies to that deal. So if Amazon does a deal in the future in a market in which they already have significant market share, and this will add to their share and the market's concentrated, that deal specifically could be an issue, could create an issue. But just generally to think about sort of an accumulation and diversification, um, there is no mechanism to stop a deal for that reason. Have you seen changes since the Trump administration in antitrust enforcement and what's happening at the FTC? You know, I haven't yet, but I think it still remains to be seen because the issue is we don't have current antitrust leadership in place yet, um, either not appointed yet or not confirmed yet in both the DOJ and FTC. So we have lean staffs in both. And at the um, right now at the FTC, we have an acting chairperson rather than, you know, an official formal chairperson. And, and in, at the FTC, in fact, there should be five commissioners and we have two. So we're waiting on three appointments. And whoever these people are and whatever they do going forward is yet to be seen. Now, having said that, some of the names we're seeing bandied about are Republicans and sort of traditional Republicans. So if anything, the expectation is that the atmosphere might become more permissive toward big deals. Democrats are calling for stepped-up antitrust enforcement against mergers in their new economic agenda, a better deal. What are they advocating for specifically, and what could that mean for the future of merger reviews? 
You know, there's this new movement, I think, in antitrust, and the Democrats have latched onto it to, to sort of roll back the time clock. And I say that because what they all seem to be seeking, those those people advocating this this sort of broader enforcement against big deals and, and a broader view of harm, um, they're seeking something that we was really going on about 80 years ago. And over the last 100 years, economic thinking has developed. There's been all sorts of case law. Um, I think analysis has become more sophisticated, and it's developed into a, a more sophisticated sort of precision tool, as the current acting chairperson of the FTC referred to it recently. Um, and Many think that's not adapted well toward our new world with these big internet platforms. And they're seeking to, I think, broaden it to deal with what they perceive to be harms that could occur that we're, we're not handling now. I don't see this as anything that's going to occur quickly or soon. It's true because everyone's saying, look, it's, there's so much dominance in this field. There's so much, there's so much uh, dominance in the platforms. And yet when you come in to explain it to us, that's not... <laughs> what antitrust is all about. You know, it's not. No, I'm not. It's not that it's not about, you know, checking dominance. It is. We do have within our both the DOJ and the FTC have the ability to look at a company that might be a monopoly or have market power. And if they think that they're engaging in illegal conduct, they have the ability to step in. Um, Thank you so much, as always, Jennifer Ree, for being here. That's Jennifer Ree. She's a senior Bloomberg intelligence analyst. And if you want to check out more of her analysis, you can go to BIGO on the Bloomberg terminal.